0: Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandes, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing. Acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. Thanks. I wish I knew this when my children were babies. I'm telling you now it is if you want to show what homeopathy can do, give it to kids who've got colic and watch the parents, you know, because they get the first night's sleep their life changes because it's just so all can be so all consuming and it's so hard because the babies look like they're in so much pain but this is when homeopathy can be so 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 effective with it (music) let's get into colic the top homeopathic remedies for babies so what is colic well You know, all babies cry. So people that have got kids, you know, you would have had colic with your children and having to deal with it, which can be really, really difficult. Uh, I can remember when my son had colic, he was very, very young, probably over a month old, couple of months old. And he had this colic. And I remember it was always in the middle of the night. These things always seem to be in the middle of the night, about two o'clock in the morning. And I'd run a mother and baby clinic for many, many years. And I always wondered why people gave me cards or little presents after their children had been treated because they could get a first night's sleep, you know, for a long time or just the relief that something could help their child. I remember being with my little boy and holding my arms and in such pain, such agony. And all you want to do as a parent is help your child. You just want the pain to go away. You'll give anything for your pain to go away. And I remember just popping a remedy, Miller because that was the remedy that he needed. And I remember just feeling his whole body as I held him in my arms, he just relaxed. And he just let out this little sigh. And I remember thinking, wow, homeopathy is amazing. Even though I had years of experience of treating other people's children, it still is amazing to see. The instant that that remedy touched his tongue, he just relaxed and stopped crying. So this is why it's so crucial that we know about these remedies. So all babies cry, but the baby may have colic if they cry more for three hours a day, three days a week, or for at least a week, but are otherwise healthy. And they may cry more in the afternoon and the evening. So all this is coming from the NHS website. It may be colic if they're crying, it's hard to soothe or settle the baby. They clench their fists, I mean, clenching their fists, they go red in the face. They bring their knees up to their tummy or arch their back and their tummy rumbles or they're very windy. And it can start when baby baby's a few weeks old and it usually stops by the time they get to three or four months old. But if you are concerned about anything with your baby or child, always seek medical advice just to check things out and see if everything's okay. So as I always say, check out us on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, Spread the word. There's so many videos on there now about all different acute conditions. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel or spread the link to people to sign up and subscribe because you then get notified when new videos are released. And also check us out on the website, chehomeopathy.com, the Centre for Homeopathic Education. So let's look at some homeopathic remedies for colic. So the first remedy I'm going to talk about is a remedy called Athusa. Now you might not get this over the counter. You can get it from a homeopathic pharmacy, but this is a really good remedy for babies who don't seem to be able to tolerate milk very well, either breast milk or formula. And this is as well babies that seem quite weak. They can't difficult to hold their head up, and they want to feed all the time. They're very very hungry, but it never seems to satisfy. And then often after they've been fed, they will then bring most of it back up again, and they'll vomit it all back up again. So after they're fed, often this is when the colic starts and they'll start, they're being fed, they start with the colic, and then they'll maybe projectile vomit. The thing is that they do projectile vomit. All the feed will come back up again or come up in large curds. And often then they get really distressed and they're crying a lot with the colic, squirming around. The thumbs can be clenched and the eyes can turn downwards and they have a red face, okay? And they may have trouble settling this baby because they want to feed again because they've vomited all the food back up, the feed back up and they sometimes will fall asleep or they can be really difficult because they want they're very, very hungry all of the time. So as well, they can look rather sad rather than angry. They can look quite sad and, and you'll feel sorry for them. They look like quite in a sad place. But this ethusa is a great remedy for this, especially with the milk, this intolerance for milk and also colic after being fed. Great remedy, athusa. Next remedy is chamomilla. So this is one of the most common remedies for colic in babies. as well mentioned about, I use that in my son. This is one of the number one remedies that you find chamomilla, colicinthus, and magfos are the big ones. So this is where the baby's very oversensitive to the pain, very agitated, very irritable, and nothing pleases them. You're trying everything. It's like trying to soothe them, trying to please them, and it's just nothing. They're just in a total state. The pain is unendurable and intolerable, and they become very angry with the pain. Now, again, a lot when you're treating babies, you're going to have to go a lot on what you can see and what you can observe, because they can't tell you how they feel. But we know from the remedy chamomile how people feel in adults, and they often say it's it's unendurable, the pain, and intolerable. And if you check out like the teething videos we've done on period pain, we talked about in the videos, chamomile comes up. So they have a very angry f- cry. So you hear them really angry and they're screaming and they're shrieking. And often the legs will be drawn up to the tummy. Okay, is the line about the drawing up to the tummy and with crying. But a lot of restlessness and they won't be able to sleep either, sleeplessness. So they're getting a real state, like the whole nervous system gets in a real state. And then if you feel the tummy, you can feel a little bit hot. You can feel swollen from wind or from gas. And often when you see the nappies, often you can have diarrhoea with grass green stools with bits of white in there. which looks like ch- chopped up eggs and you can smell a bit like rotten eggs as well. And it looks like chopped up spinach and eggs, egg white, but quite offensive. They're better for being carried on the shoulder but the thing with Callum Miller they like to be walked around quite fast okay so it's like they are on the shoulder and they like to be or fast rocking they like the movement the fast movement and if you just stack with them on there that won't pacify them you have to be moving around or rocking them quite fast better for cold applications on the tummy they may feel better if you put something like quite cool on the tummy like a flannel Worse for touch. Okay, if you touch them, they're worse, like the tummy. Being looked at, it's like you look at them, it's they go even more of a state when they're looking at you. It's so oversensitive. Can be worse around 9 p.m. This is a keynote from chamomilla, or 9 p.m. to midnight. And they can be worse for heat as well. Okay, so it is a lot better for cool. Okay, so chamomile, one of the top remedies in colic you'll find with babies. The next one is colosynthesis. So here there's tremendous anger and indignation with severe colic and extremely irritable. And again, we'll pull their knees up to the chest due to the pain and cry out again and scream with the pain. And with colosynthesis, they wriggle and they twist and they turn with a distorted face because they're in, they're in pain, it's like distorted face, very restless. And the pains with colosynthesis is cutting griping pains which comes in waves, okay? And again, the cry can sound really loud. They have a really light cry and sounds, again, angry and cross. So you can see it's quite similar to chamomile in that respect. I think the colic may come on soon after the feed, a bit like a thusa, and it's relieved by pressure. If you put them over your shoulder and the pressure on the abdomen from your shoulder or laying them on the abdomen, they're a lot better, the colic better for pressure. And again, in the nappies, their the, the bowel movements, they'll look like jelly-like and sour smell to it. it looks like jelly. Again, so they're better for bending double. So if you bend them forward, and I say you're winding them, they may be better for that. Again, better pressing on something hard like the shoulder. It feel better for that, and they get relief on that. Better for better for warmth, okay? So you put something warm on. That's opposite to camomilla, which was better for cold and bending the head forward. So again, when you're maybe when you're trying to win them and the head forward and the better after a stool. So if they have a bowel movement, often this can relieve the colic, the worse from feeding. So we said just after the feeding and the pain is worse, the slightest touch Okay, around the tummy, worse around 4 p.m., worse lying on the back. OK, so this can look like chamomilla, but it doesn't try to double up and they toss around more. They're move, trying to move and twist and turn a lot more. And there's more wind and gas with colocynthus. And you can also like a remedy called magfoss But magphos gets relief, a, much more relief from the warmth. Okay. Even though colocynthus does get some, they get a lot more. That's one of the keynotes of magphoss which we're going to talk about in a moment. Great remedy, colocynthus. So you may try chamomile. It looks like camomilla, but it might have slightly different modalities. And that's the one where it's better you know, bet, bet, or something hard like the shoulder. Next remedy, discorea So, this is where the pains are unbearable, sharp, cutting, twisting, griping, and grinding, that, that the pains dart about, okay, all over the place. Again, the baby won't be able to tell you this, but this is from when adults have these sort of pains. They describe it, it goes all over the place and it twists, sharp, cutting. But the keynote for this remedy, is the baby bends or arches the back backwards. As you can see here now, the baby's trying to arch the way back, okay? And they get relief from that. It's better when they bend and arch backwards. Excessive wind with the colic, a lot of wind, a lot of gas built up. Better stretching backwards, better sitting upright, better if they sort of move around, okay? It's like they're trying to undo it. Worse bending forward, worse lying down. Okay. But the keynote for this remedy, it's got a small remedy for the colic, but it's the bending and arching backwards. This is one of the big, big key roads for this remedy. Next remedy, Ipecac. Now we covered Ipecac when we did morning sickness. So there's often, there's nausea and vomiting with this remedy. So with Ipecac, they're very hard to please. Never settles, just don't know what they need. So it's not like chamomilla, which is hard to please, not that extent, not that intense, but they're just fractious. You know, they don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. And then they can sort of work themselves up and become frantic. And they can shove their fists in the mouth, like trying to bite, bite the mouth. So they're just trying to get some kind of relief from the pain. Again, a bit like chamomilla can be frantic. And this is good for babies that it a lot. So, you know, it's like they bring back some of their feed. So this is where, you know, your people are walking around and that's all over the shoulder. So often Ippicat, they tend to do that. But the key note with this remedy is that if they get any type of pain, colic, the baby will stiffen out during the paroxysm of pain and the body will be straight and rigid. Okay. So not trying to twist or turn or pull the knees up. It's trying to straighten out and be rigid. So they're not bringing the knees up like magfast and not arching backwards like dysgorea, it's just straight and stiff. And the stools are green, like green as grass. They look green as grass, or fermented, like foamy, frothy, with white mucus and slimy. So remember, chamomile looks like chopped up egg and spinach, and it's green, a little bit like that with Ippica. But this is a really good remedy. If pethidine was used during labor, and the babies had colic, Okay, so this is a really good remedy if the mother's pethidine was used in labour, and then the child has colic. It's a good remedy to think of with Eppicat. But remember, this is a different type. They're rigid with the pain. They're trying to straighten out with the pain, not trying to double up or pull the knees up or anything like that. Next remedy, great picture. This Uh, lycopodium. So this is for babies with a bloated-looking abdomen, full of wind and fermentation. That's the keynote of lycopodium. They ferment. Really, really bloated tummy. And they may grunt and they may wiggles if they've got trapped wind and may seem relieved if they do burp or release it. So they're better for that release. Again, look at the picture here of the baby. Always seems really hungry and will feed quite, you know, quite ferociously, but they'll stop long after because it's almost like they are filled up. So again, another little keynote for Lycopodium. They can feel very full after a little bit of feeding. Okay, so they're fed a little bit and it's almost like the full, but it's because of the gas and the bloating, the feeling. And immediately after feeding, the abdomen is bloated and full. And the keynote for lycopodium, worse between 4 and 8 p.m. Remember this from other videos? This is their worst time between 4 and 8 p.m. And better for belching, okay? Better if that wind comes out or better if it comes out the other end with flatulence. And you may notice this if the colic is worse, if the mother eats things like cabbage or beans or windy foods, it can also have a, an effect on the on the baby as well. So lycopodium, like big, big fermentation, full of gas, full of bloating, and they will grunt and they'll wriggle, but they feel so much that you see them a lot better when it comes out. Okay. Okay, MAGFOS, this is like the third of the triad. I talked about chamomilla, colicenthes, MAGFOS. So this is colic with burping of gas, which brings no relief. And it's an antispasmodic remedy. Sudden waves of pain come, and then they go just as quick. And they can seem anxious and fearful and restless with the pain. Okay, not angry like those other remedies. This are more anxious and fearful because they're waiting for the wave of pain to come. It's like they're anticipating it and they get scared with it better warm application this is the keynotes for magfoss better for warm application so that could be a warm again warm funnel little bit hot, warm water bottle or massage like the photo of the picture here a massage on the stomach with some warm oil okay so the light pressure on the tummy on the belly Or from like if they lie in the tummy or if you massage them. But again, if you also have them on your shoulder, there's pressure there. They feel better for that. So they are better for heat, better for warmth, better for rubbing, better for pressure. It can be better also for bending double. Okay. Worse at night, so this is the kids who get it at night, the babies. Worse can be worse for milk again. They can get the pain from after feeding. Worse for touch. Now, that's light touch. So they're worse for light touch, but better for hard touch or hard rubbing or hard pressure. So this is similar to colosynthes. So they might bring the knees up, but not so much in the need of bending forward. So they may bring the knees up, but they don't want to necessarily try to bend forward or in that position. And MAGFOS is much more better for heat, okay, and better for that warmth. MAGFOS. But again, it's also good if chamomilla doesn't work, especially if it's better for heat, because remember, chamomilla is worse for heat, and they're nowhere near as angry or irritable. So again, that's that triad of remedies, chamomilla, colisynthes, MAGFOS. Okay, and then we've got Nux vomica. So this is colic when children, often from constipation so it's like they can't go or they feel different or a small amount comes out and they'll have griping cramping spasm pain and again the baby will cry a lot it will draw its feet up and kicks them out in anger so nux vomica does have anger remember that as other remedies with the nux vomica we've done it for other videos he does get angry but they kick him out in angry or can also arch backwards so remember the other remedy discovery can arch backwards same with nux vomica Maybe be indicated if the mother is breastfeeding as a diet that's too rich or it's too stimulating, such as caffeine or spicy food. So we've got to be careful. If they are being breastfed, what is the mother taking, eating or drinking? I've seen this with mothers who drink chamomile tea, and they're drinking herbal tea because they don't want to drink coffee or normal tea, but they drink a lot of it. And then it almost produces a chamomile baby. You know, the children goes into a chamomile state. So you've got to be careful around that. Extreme sensitivity, uh, irritability, and anger with Nux Vomica. But they have colic with cold hands and cold feet. So this is, again, some little keynotes, cold hands and cold feet. And they are better for passing stall or passing wind, okay? Better for if they go and, you know, have a bowel movement, so much better. Or from passing wind from both ends, okay? And better for warmth because often it can be quite chilly as well with NUX FOMICA. So there are your top remedies for colic. Others, there's lots of remedies for colic, but I've just given you the ones I think you need to know, especially those three triad remedies I talked about, colosynthase, chamomilla, and magphos. So again, if you're treating a child, you can use a 6C or 30C of the homeopathic remedy. You can also get the remedy from over-the-counter or from homeopathic pharmacies in very soft tablets, which dissolve straight away on the tongue of the baby and take one dose every hour for three or four doses. Now, again, in acute situations, really you could do it once every half an hour, if you think and see if if that's, if they're really in acute in a lot of pain, do it once, just adjust it accordingly to the pain that the child is in, or for three or four doses, or until the symptoms improve. And you will see if it will improve, you'll see it within five or 10 minutes, It will improve. I mean, I give the example of my son. That was a few seconds, but you know, you'll see it quite quickly if it is the right remedy. And again, you're looking for the keynotes of the remedy or the three-legged stool, looking for these major characteristic symptoms that match the remedy. Okay. We're looking for three. You don't need all of it, but you need some three major keynotes. And we've talked about some of the keynotes. What makes it better? What makes it worse? Okay. Especially with babies, you're observing what they're trying to do. They're trying to lift their knees up. Are they better if they're on the shoulder? That means it's better for pressure. This is what you're going to be like a little detective and find out exactly what are the characteristic symptoms. But if symptoms persist, seek a qualified practitioner. Okay. Because they may need more chronic treatment. So, again, check us out on the CHE website, chehomeopathy.com. We have lots of courses there, from beginners all the way to practitioner level and to postgraduate level. And subscribe to the YouTube channel because you'll see plenty of videos on there. And you'll be first alerted if there's a new video on there. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, Marcus here. I just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with Homeop. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for seechihomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast.